Our God is the way maker. Because he is the way himself. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He is the way himself. And the way cannot but make a way. You're welcome this morning to Victory Faith Church, the home of victors. Hallelujah. And if you're journey us life, you are welcome. The word of God knows no boundary. And the word of God is going to transform you from where you are to where you ought to be. In the mighty name of Jesus. The word of God is a transformer. And it will transform you. In Jesus mighty, mighty name. Hallelujah. Last week, Sunday, we were looking at living in supernatural realities. We were talking of the Father. There are always two realities. The realities that are seen and the realities that are unseen. Hebrews 11 verse 3 says, By faith we understand that the world is framed by the words of God. So that the things which we see, they were not made of the things which are visible. So in other words, the things that are seen and there are things that are unseen. The Bible says why we look not at the things that are seen, but at the things that are not seen. So we establish the fact that there are things unseen and there are things seen. The truth is the things that are seen they were made by the things that were not seen. Hallelujah. They were made by the things that were not seen. So, the visible and the invisible. The invisible realm creates the visible. And we established the fact and we saw in the world that God lives in the spirit realm. God lives where? In the spirit realm. God lives in the spirit realm. The Bible says God is a spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So God is a spirit man uh, and, and he lives in the spirit world and so when he speaks, he said my words that I speak, they are what? They are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. Then the visible they originate from the world that are unseen that is spoken. Then we find out that we are spirit beings too. Because when he made us in his image, he made us like himself. And we have one leg in the spirit realm and one leg in the physical. So what it means is we can cause things to happen in the visible by operating in the invisible realm. Hallelujah. Praise God. And this morning I want to go a little bit further to talk about the principles of living in supernatural realities. Now that we have established that there are supernatural realities, the things that we see, they first existed in the realm that is not seen. Everything that God does his plan his purposes they are all in the unseen realm and when he finds a man who can receive that which is unseen he's able to make it visible hallelujah praise God so but there are principles of God that we need to learn how to work with to be able to operate in supernatural realities of God. Let's go back to Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3. Verse 1 to 2. From the New Living Translation, it says, 
since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven. Somebody say realities of heaven. Set your sights, set your focus on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of the heart. So, here we, we can see the scripture saying we need to have a focus, but our focus should be on realities of heaven. And when you think of heaven, don't just think the skies. God has already put his eternity in your spirit, man. Hallelujah. So, we think of the realities of heaven. The realities of God. The realities of, of the spirit realm. And by thinking about it, by focusing on these principles, we are able to download into the physical realm the invisible things. Praise God. So to live in the supernatural reality, there are things that we must focus on. There are three forces. There are three supernatural forces that are also called governing principles. The three supernatural forces that are also called governing principles of God that we need to lay hold on and by laying hold of it we will be able to access the things unseen and bring it into the world that is seen. Hallelujah. This governing principles must be at work in our lives. We must put it to work. Without them, it's impossible to live in God's supernatural realities. The principles that we must learn to live by and live with, that without these principles, it's impossible to live in God's supernatural realities. You remember the scripture says, your thoughts are not my thoughts. As the heaven is higher than the heart, so are my thoughts higher than your thoughts. But then he gave us his word to be the linking principle between his thoughts and our thoughts. So if I can take his word, then I can begin to think his thoughts. Amen. Praise God. And so let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I read from verse 12 and verse 13. It says, you know, the entire scripture was talking about love. Now in verse 12, as it was concluding, it says, Now we see things imperfectly, like puzzling reflections in a mirror. But then, we will see everything with perfect clarity. All that I know now is partial and incomplete. But then I will know everything completely, just as God knows me completely. Now verse 13 says, These things, three things will last forever. Somebody say three things. These three things will last forever forever. In other words uh, out of this realm they are out of this realm the governing principles uh, that are out of this realm but they will last forever faith hope and love and the greatest of these is what is love because God is love. Amen so he's saying this he's, say, he's saying that this three Governing principles will last forever. They will stand in place forever. And so if they will last forever, the governing principles that we need to learn how to operate in and then begin to download the invisible and bring it into the realm of the visible. Hallelujah. May I tell you that the job that you need is already existing. The victory that you need is already existing. 
Hallelujah. Everything that we will ever need is already created. Because the works have been finished from the foundations of the world. But they are already in the spirit realm. The, the awakening, the revivers, the things that we want to see on the earth, salvation, they are already in the spirit realm. You want to see a person saved, a city saved, it's already, it's already in the spirit realm. Hallelujah. We just need to be positioned by these governing principles and download it on the face of the earth. Hallelujah. So these three great forces I want to speak about. Amplified says, and now there remain, there remain faith, abiding trust in God and his promises, hope, confident expectation of eternal salvation, love, unselfish love for others, growing out of God's love for me. These three choices, graces, but the greatest of these is love. So we're looking at these three principles of God. I call it governing principles. To bring you will never outlive them. You can never do without them. And it's impossible to live in the realm of God's supernatural realities without this operating in these governing principles. Now, in First Thessalonians, First Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. It says, Paul, Sivanus, and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians in God, the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace to you. I say grace to you this morning. Grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus. I think we need to change our greetings. We need to begin to greet with a grace and peace. So that the more we hear it, the more it registers in our spirit. You see, the apostles never greet good morning, good afternoon. Grace and peace be multiplied to you. Hallelujah. Can you imagine you imagining a mail sent to you and the first sentence is grace and peace be multiplied. Something jump up in your spirit. Instead of high, high carries no power. Hallelujah. But grace is powerful. Amen. Praise God. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers. Remembering without ceasing. How is it remembering without ceasing your work of faith, your labor of love, and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of our God and Father. Look at those three things that Paul spoke about there. Can we say it? The work of faith, the labor of love, and the patience of hope. Let me say it again. The work of faith, the labor of love, and the patience of hope. In the NIV it says, we remember before our God and Father, your work produced by faith. Your labor prompted by love. And your endurance or patience inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. In the Passion Translation it says, For we remember before our God and Father, how you put your faith into practice or how you put your faith into work. Your love motivates you to serve others and how unrelenting is your hope-filled patience in our Lord Jesus Christ. I love that. So look at this. Three governing principles, the work of faith, the labor of love, and the patience of hope and we say these three must be in manifestation every day of our lives uh, 
there is nothing that can outlast these three things. Hallelujah. Because with them are anchored many other things that will be produced by these graces in our life. And let's look a bit at, at faith. Of course, we know that faith is what? The substance of the things hoped for and the evidence of the things not seen. By faith, we understand that the words were framed by the words of God so that the things which were seen were not made of the things which are visible. So in other words, we understand by faith that the words were framed by the words of God. So, how does faith come? Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God. So, we can actually say the word of God is a raw material for faith. Amen. The word of God is what? The raw material for faith. To, for faith. Now, when God created the word, how did he create it? By speaking his word. You know, this morning my wife and I were just chatting and talking and talking about the word of God's ability to create things. We talk about the fact that when men wants to make anything, they will have to make different components, one by one, and then begin to. But when God wants to make a thing, he speaks. Inside his word is all the components needed. Hallelujah. He didn't first say, well, uh, what are we going to do about man? Let's first create the head and then the leg. Let's begin to make the intestine. And we are going to join them together. And then we are going to know come, let us make man in our own image. And after our likeness, and let them have dominion. That word creates everything in you. Hallelujah. Spiritual, emotional, physical, everything is in the word of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we can actually say that God created the word by his faith. Is somebody hearing me? God did what? He created the world by his faith. So the universe is a product of God's faith. The universe is a product of God's faith. So we can say the universe is a work produced by God's faith. And we can, you know, Genesis 1, 3 to 5 talk about let there be, let there be. God was speaking even you and I, we are products of God's faith. Hallelujah. Before he made man of the clay, he first spoke, come, let us make man. Finish. That's said today. When God speaks, it is settled. Hallelujah. Do you even know that the coming of Jesus was failure proof because God spoke it? In Genesis chapter 3 and verse 15, he told Adam and Eve with a serpent himself, he says, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. That set everything in motion. Herod couldn't have done anything. Hallelujah. Praise God. So in other words, even the redemption of man was a product of God's faith. The process and the consummation of redemption is a product of God's faith. Because when God speaks, he knew his word will come to pass and believes it. Hallelujah. Even the new heavens and the earth. They are product of God's faith. Are you listening to me? In 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 5 to 7, it says, For this day, they willingly forget that by the word of God, the heavens were of old, and they have standing out of water, and in the water how? By the word of God. By which the world that then existed perished being flooded with water. How? By the word of God. Told Noah, I will bring rain upon the earth. Now it says, but the heavens 
That's the universe. And the earth, which are now preserved by the same work. So even the present earth is being preserved by God's faith. Hallelujah. Because the word of God is faith. Amen. And reserved for fire until the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. So he's saying what is going to happen to this world is a product of God's word and is a product of God's faith. And it says in verse 13, in verse 13, it says, nevertheless, we according to his promise. His promise is his word. Hallelujah. And that word produced faith in us. We according to his promise look for new heavens and new earth in which righteousness dwell. So, how do we know it's coming? Because God said it. Because God said it. So, we can say that God creates everything by his faith as he speaks his word. So, there's no pleasing God without faith. That's why it's impossible. Hebrews 11 verse 6. Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, But without faith, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. You know, two components of faith. There is that he that comes to God must what? Must believe that God is. It's beyond that God exists. God is who he says he is. Component two is a rewarder. When you begin to speak the words of faith, he's going to reward it. When you begin to live the life of faith, he's going to reward it. When you begin to seek his kingdom and the righteousness of the kingdom, all these things will be added. He will reward it. Don't let any devil tell you that God will not reward. Hallelujah. So everything we, we do in God and by the word of God has a reward. In Isaiah 45 verse 19 it says I have not spoken in secret in a dark place of the earth I did not say to the seed of Jacob seek me in vain you can't seek him in vain there's a reward for seeking him I the Lord speak righteousness I declare the things that are right hallelujah so we know God is who he says he is and is a rewarder and that's why Jesus encouraged us to have faith in God in Mark eleven twenty two. have faith in God or have the faith of God put your trust in God put your faith in God whosoever will say to this mountain be thou removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. Hallelujah. So he will have not just what he thinks, what he says. So what are you saying? Amen. What are you saying? You need to keep saying what God has said. Hallelujah. It is not by pity we get things from God. It is by faith. It's not by pity, oh God. You know I've been struggling all my life, oh God. You better look. No, no, no. It's not by, by pity. The Bible says in James chapter 1, James chapter 1, verse 6, it says, but let him ask in faith. We know doubting, for he who doubts, is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind for let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord is a double-minded man unstable in all his ways look at it he even says let him not think that he will receive anything from the Lord that means it is presumption to think you will receive without believing that's what you say it's a presumption to think that if I shout a little bit more on God, if I kick his door so well, I'm going to get things. 
His doors are not even locked. They are open to us. Come boldly to the throne of grace. Praise the Lord. Now, an essential of faith that is important is the work of faith. We have seen that faith works as you believe and you declare. Are you listening to me? Let no one deceive you that you can be saying say junk and get what is right. You need to keep saying what God said. I'm not talking of you becoming monotonous, but I'm talking of you filling yourself so much with the word of God that will proceed out of your mouth. When somebody says the corona is killing there, you say I'm far from his range. Amen. Because I'm dwelling in the secret place. Hallelujah. It doesn't make you proud. You're just declaring what God says. But an essential of faith is the work of faith. Is the work of faith. Is the work that is energized by faith. Or activities that is energized or produced by your faith. As we saw in in 1 Thessalonians 3, 1, I mean, 1, 3, it says your work. That means it's something that can be seen. Your work produced by faith. Not your work produced by pity, but your work produced by faith. So what is it saying actually? It's saying that everything we do must be a product of faith. Going to work, attending to people in that place. Whatever you do, whether you're a student, whatever you do, every activity must be a product of faith. And for it to be a product of faith, it must be rooted in the word of God. Is that not so? It must be rooted in the word of God. It must be rooted in your trust in God and not the fear of the enemy. Or on every faith in yourself that is devoid of trusting God. There is a heavy faith in yourself. Like Paul would say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That he has faith, he has confidence in himself, but that confidence is rooted in God's ability in him. Do you get it? Okay. But for someone to say, I can make myself. I don't need God. Ah, then there's trouble there. Praise God. You know Romans 14, 23 says uh, that anything that is not from faith is what? Talk to me. Anything that is not of faith is what? It's sin. It's sin. So, we need to have work that is energized by faith. Why is it important that our activities, that there, might be, there must be activities that express our faith in God and we can make every activities that we do to be an expression of our faith in God? You understand, when, when, when the three guys were in Babylon, they were there, there were many other people from other nations that were going to be trained uh, but the scripture says Daniel proposed himself not to defile himself with the king's portion of food and he spoke to the eunuch that was taking care of them don't worry give us vegetables uh, and we'll be fine do you think he just said that without his faith in God it was a product of his work with God and there's no work with God without the word of God let me show you again. There's no work with God without the word of God. There's no work with God without your faith. Why is it important that our activities must be rooted in God's word? Find out what every activity is already rooted in the word of God. Just find it out and stand on that word and do it as a result of your trust in God. And as God leads you into some activities, uh, they are products of your faith. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 11, it says, 
Therefore, we also pray, we also pray always for you that our God will count you worthy of this calling and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power. What will God do? He will count you worthy of the calling. He will fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and thirdly, the work of faith with power. He will fulfill the work of faith. How? With power. So the work, the work of faith is going to produce power. God is going to release his energy and his power towards the direction of your work of faith. Hallelujah. Are you getting me? That's what he said. He's going he's gonna to fill with energy. Let, let's read it in the, in, 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 in the NIV. It says, uh, With this in mind, we constantly pray for you that our God may make you worthy of his calling and by his power he may bring to fruition or to fruitfulness your every desire for goodness. So there should be a desire. Amen. A desire rooted in God's word because God is goodness. Hallelujah. God is good. Goodness proceeds out of him. So your desire for goodness is desire for God. Praise God. And your every deed, look at that. You can underline your Bible. Your every deed prompted by faith. Your every deed, your every work that is prompted, that is produced by faith, God is going to fill it with power. Hallelujah. It's going to fulfill the work of faith with power. So as you step in your office, let everything you do be a work of faith. Amen. Because you are set in the word of God. You're rooted in the word of God. Your trust is in God. And you are walking in those things because Christ works in you. Are you listening to me? God will fulfill the work of faith with power. Haven't you got excited about Hebrews 11 and see that the entire Hebrews 11, they are account of what people did by faith. Hallelujah. Some of it will look ordinary when they were doing it, but they didn't do it because they just saw somebody doing it. They did it because they were prompted by their trust in God by faith. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And I want to tell you that God is going to bring the act of faith with his own energy. As 2 Thessalonians 1.11 says in, in the message translation, it says, I pray that I will feel your good ideas and the acts of faith with his own energy so that it all amounts to something. Hallelujah. God will fill your act of faith. You're talking to that customer from faith. You're stepping into that business from faith. You're speaking to the gospel to that person by faith. He's going to fill it with his own energy, his own power, so that that action will amount to something significant. Are you listening to me? So begin to get every activities in God rooted because an expression of your faith. Because we are not to live ordinary any day. We are to live super ordinary. Hallelujah. When we talk to people, we talk from our spirit that is connected to God. We talk from faith. Hallelujah. Praise God. And I want to tell you that faith cannot be said to be alive without expressive work. Faith cannot be said to be alive without the expression of faith. Like James said, what does it profit? My brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works, can faith save him? James 2.14. What he's saying is that there must be something. You can't say 
You are faith without expression of it in your activities, in your works. And it says that faith without work is what? Is dead. Hallelujah. Does also faith itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works and I will show you my faith by my works. Hallelujah. The Passion Translation says, so the faith that does not involve action, faith that does not do, do what? Involve action is phony. It's phony. You're not serious yet. Hallelujah. Every step of Abraham was ordered by faith, but there were actions that backed it up. When God said, leave your country and take you somewhere, he could have stayed in his backyard and said, I can see a country. I will go to a country. If he never step out, he will never have it. Hallelujah. Hebrews 11, 8 to 10, the Bible says, by faith, Abraham obeyed. By faith, he did it. Hallelujah. Hebrews eleven seventeen. by faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. By faith, he did it. Amen. There's something you can see that he did. Praise God. Even Rahab, the harlot. Why did her, her, her name enter the hallmark of faith? Because she did works. Her works of faith were seen. Glory to God. James 2 verse 22 says, Likewise was not Rahab, the harlot justified by works, when she received the messengers and sent them out another way, for as the body without spirit is dead, so faith without work is dead. Now look at Rahab. And when you see in Hebrews 11, verse 31, it says, By faith, the hallowed Rahab did not perish. Mm. You will not perish. By faith, you will not perish. With those who did not believe, when she had received the spies with peace. Now when you read that account, let me just give you the scripture, I won't read it. Joshua chapter 2 verse 8 to 11. She spoke about the fact that since God dried up the Red Sea and did those mighty things, they had no spirit in them. Not only she, many people in that place, but only she acted on her faith. Are you getting me? Many of them knew there's a God fighting for these people. But only she risked her life with the present realities for future realities. Are you listening to me? There are times that you will, you will risk. It looks like an element of risk. But no, with God's word, is a calculated risk. You will risk the present realities for future realities. Hallelujah. What was physically real then was the king was going to kill her. Is that not so? But she saw something ahead. Glory to God. She saw something that they did not see and she acted on it. And so, not only was she saved, she was saved, her household was saved, and she became one of the ancestors of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because she expressed her work of faith. You say, many times the Bible will say, and Jesus saw their faith. And I can't is one in Luke chapter 5, verse 17 to 19. They brought a paralyzed man. They couldn't find a way. So they have to open the roof. And the Bible says when Jesus saw their faith. He saw their works of faith. God will see your works of faith. And he will energize it with his power. When he saw their faith. He said to him. Man your sins are forgiven you. He saw their faith. Let him see your faith. Because every of your action is rooted 
in God is rooted in God's word. You find out uh, what the word of God says. And so when you step out based on God's word, meditating on God's word, faith is in your heart and the activity is a product of faith. Anything out of faith is sin. But everything out of faith is power. Because God says he will fill it with what? With power, with power, with energy that it will amount to something. Glory to God. Your teaching will amount to something. When you teach out of faith, your sales will amount to something. When you sell out of faith, glory to God. Turn everything to the word of God. You are not just ordinary. You are super ordinary. You are a light that must shine. You are a city that is set on a hill. You are different. You are an ambassador of citizen of heaven. The word of the Father is on your inside. The word that created the world is working for you. That work we produce in your life. Can somebody shout hallelujah? That word will work for you. When you begin to turn everything around in faith. Jesus never did one activity without faith. Even every of your natural activities, you do it by faith. How do you do it by faith? Find it in God's word. Meditate in God's word and act based on the word of God. Hallelujah. Act based on the word of God. Let the word of God become your motivating force. As you are doing it, you are speaking the word of God to that situation. Whether you are a farmer, that farming can become a work of faith. Glory to God. Because you are going to plant like, like Isaac did in faith. Praise God. They will say, how, how do you think Joseph lived in Egypt? It was by faith. He had trust in God. He had faith in God. And when he approached his normal physical activity, he did not just do it anyhow. He did it from faith. Many of us just do things, you know, take it to God, get the word of God, be rooted in God, speak the word of God. When you face obstacles, uh, you know, tackle it, not just with your natural senses, uh, but with your spiritual sense. Hallelujah. Tackle it with the word of God. Lay hold of it with the word of God. Speak to it with the word of God. Hallelujah. And God will begin to release his power, his energy towards your work of faith. Hallelujah. And it will amount to something. I said it will amount to something. Your work will be energized by faith. And God will fulfill the work of faith with what? With power, with ability, with capacity. And the end product will be success and fruitfulness. And it will be written of you by faith. So, so, and so. Sell. Hallelujah. By faith. So, so, and so. Minister to people. By faith. So, so, and so. Was a receptionist. And he carried the power of God. And he turned everything around. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You'll be a student by faith. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You will treat people as a doctor by faith. Glory to God. You will treat people as a nurse by faith. Because you are carrying the presence of God, the power of God. You're speaking it. It will be an act of faith. And God will fulfill it with power. Turn every of your everyday life into works produced by faith. Because you are a faith being. You are a faith being. 
You are a new creation. You are a product of God's word. A product of God's faith. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. All things have passed away. All things have become new. As many as received him, to them he gave power to become sons of God. You receive him by faith. And God's faith is in action because you believe God raised him from the dead and you confess it to your mouth. You shall be saved. God said it and it is done and you are saved. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Why should you make any of your work to be out of faith? Whatever you do must be an action of faith because you are rooted in God. Your heart is established in God's word. Amen. Praise God. You get something this morning? I'll be completing the rest. Maybe next week if the Holy Ghost permits. Amen. Your work of faith. Your work that is produced by faith. I want everything we do to be a product of faith. Never do anything without being a product of faith. How will it be a product of faith? Find out in the word of God. What the word of God says, there is no area of our life that is not addressed by the word of God. Find it out in the word of God. Meditate on it. Say it to yourself. Let your heart be filled with the word of God. Hallelujah. I tell you, there's, there's nothing that is not the word of God. I remember when I went to Kano with no cash in my hand, I needed to get a house. And I don't have cash to get it. Now talk to the agents. They will begin to show me places. Hallelujah. No money to pay, but I will go. Because faith was my currency. Hallelujah. And I said, God showed me. I want to show me faith. The world that can connect to this. And God took me to the book of Acts. How Paul lived in Rome for two years in his own rented house. He didn't beg for it. Hallelujah. He said, God is in the Bible. I can believe you for it. Glory to God. And I lay hold of that word. Now I began to confess it. And it happened. Hallelujah. There is nothing. I remember someone that was trusting God for furnitures. And in the book of Adnaum, God took him and he saw furnitures there. Glory to God. You will see everything in the word of God. So that your everyday life will become a product of what? Of faith. Amen. Make your everyday life count. If the word says anything out of faith is sin, that means everything we do must be what? From faith. Amen. And for it to be from faith, it must be a product of our trust in God and a product of God's word. Whether you are a lawyer, a doctor, an architect, wherever you are, be rooted in God's word and let it flow from faith. And God will fulfill the work of faith with power. Amen. Stand on your feet. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for your word today. We receive your word. We receive your word in our spirit, man. We believe your word is life. Is a lamp to our feet. Is a light to our path. We lay hold on your word. And by your word, Lord, we turn every activity to become works of faith. In the name of Jesus. To become an expression of our faith in you. An expression of our work with you. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we know that we are your ambassadors. We are your regents on the face of the earth. And so every of our activities are rooted in you. In the name of Jesus. No longer are we going to take a step without being rooted in God's word. 
in the name of Jesus. So that every day we will be pleasing you. Every day that we walk by faith will be pleasing you. And we will be downloading and be bringing the invisible into the visible. Your, 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 your attributes will be brought. Your strength will be brought. Your joy will be brought in the name of Jesus. Lord, we minister to people by even our activities because they can't see stress and struggles, but they can see joy in the midst of turbulence. They can see peace in the midst of tribulation in the name of Jesus. For we will walk by faith and not by our sight in the name of Jesus. And as we walk by faith, every mountain will be brought low. Every mountain will be brought low. Every valley will be exalted. In the name of Jesus. And right now, speak the word of faith to any mountain that is standing as a stumbling block in the pathway of your people. We'll speak to you and we say, Oh, thou mountain, you become a playground. Mountain of sicknesses, you become a playground. Opposition, you become a playground. In the name of Jesus, we declare every adversity. We turn around for your advantage. In the name of Jesus, we compare everything to work out for your good and for the purposes of God in your life in the name of Jesus. You will not be stranded. You will not be stranded. In the name of Jesus. Every yoke is destroyed. Every yoke of the enemy is destroyed. Every burden of the wicked is lifted. In the name of Jesus. Wherever you hear me, I compel and I command every sickness, every disease to leave your body right now. Because he sent his word and his word heals them. And it's what delivers them from their destruction. Every destruction on your path. Uh, let the word of God set you free. In the name of Jesus. As many of you that have not known Jesus that received this word. Uh, I say today is the day of your salvation. The grip of sin is broken over your life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Father. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus awesome name. We pray. Hallelujah. Time to worship the